scripture is taken from Numbers 21, 4 to 9. <clears throat> from Mount Hor, uh, they set out by the way to the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. But the people became impatient on the way. The people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and we detest this miserable food. Then the Lord sent poisonous serpents among the people, and they bit the people, so that many Israelites died. The people came to Moses and said, We have sinned by speaking against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord to take away the serpents from us. So Moses prayed for the people, and the Lord said to Moses, Make a poisonous serpent and set it on a pole, and everyone who is bitten shall look at it and live. So Moses made a serpent of bronze and put it upon a pole, and whenever a serpent bit someone, that person would look at the serpent of bronze and live. This is the word of the Lord. <clears throat> I just don't, I generally don't like complaints. I always believe that complaints are what weak people uh, do. Strong people don't complain. Only weak people complain. I like to think about solutions rather than complaining about my problems and situations. If I cannot fix my problems, I just have to accept them and live with them rather than complaining about them. I don't like to complain about things. I say until I see that it can be fixed and it can be solved, or when I see that it's impossible, I don't say it anymore because that becomes a complaint. I just live with it. I just accept it rather than trying to uh, change it. I don't think God likes complainers either. The biggest problem of the Israelites in the wilderness was their complaints. They constantly complain about everything, one after another. When they faced the Red Sea in front of them, they thought that they would die. I mean, who would see any solution there? So when they saw the Red Sea, this is what they said. Was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us, bringing us out of Egypt? Is this not the very thing we told you in Egypt? Let us alone and let us serve the Egyptians for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. I mean, they knew that there was no solution. They knew that Moses could not do anything about it, but they were complaining. And then God opened the water and let them go through and then in the wilderness they didn't have Food. Now this is what they said. If 
only we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt when we sat by the flesh pots and ate our fill of bread for you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger again complaint when they experienced the red sea but a smaller problem occurred and they complained not only twice but whenever they had problems their ways of dealing with their problems was complaining and in today's scripture we hear their last complaints this is what they said the people spoke against god and against moses why have you brought us up out of egypt to die in the wilderness for there is no food and no water and we detest this miserable food the last sentence we detest this miserable food what is that this miserable food that miserable food is manna was manna it was god's grace god rained down these manna because they were complaining about food that nothing to it eating the same food every day they got sick of it it's kind of understandable you don't want to eat the same food <laughs> twice in a day if you have sandwich for lunch you don't want to eat sandwich for dinner you want jajangmyeon or jjampong or something else but they ate this miserable food for i don't know how many years morning lunch dinner they just ate uh, this thing when i went to uh, south africa their meal was uh, now it's uh, much better but when i went there long time ago in the morning they had uh, this uh, meal like a, a congee uh, in the mornings oh it's not bad lunch little thicker <laughs> same thing little thicker dinner uh, same thing but little piece of uh, the the gongchi the, the sardine they put on that's a dinner and the next morning again same food every day so i was kind of uh, sick of it. so it's understandable eating manna every day for how, how many years but my friends this is a wilderness think about it what could moses do could he make any other food did they have any solution didn't they know that there was absolutely nothing Moses could do I mean be reasonable but they complain sometimes complaining is not reasonable it's a habit it's a spiritual habit complaints get us nowhere that's what i learn complaints get us nowhere be careful complaints can be habitual and not a very good habit don't take that habit complaints can also bring disaster to us that was what happened 
So many people got bitten by poisonous snakes. Their complaints about food immediately disappeared because they had a bigger problem. Poisonous snakes, they were about to, be, about to perish. When we complain about small problems, we may sometimes face bigger problems. So be careful. I think there's a difference between complaints and critical thinking. Complaints come out of emotional explosion. Critical thinking comes from deep, careful thinking. Complaints are spontaneous reaction, but critical thinking is for the future. Complaints come from self-centered thinking and therefore very subjective. Critical thinking considers everything and therefore there is a good balance between subjective and objective thinking. Complaints always make scapegoats and target them. In today's uh, scripture, they scapegoated Moses and even God. Critical thinking involves oneself in its critique. Complaints bring mis misunderstanding and division. Critical thinking brings understanding and unity. Complaints destroy, destroy the community. Critical thinking leads the community for the better future. Critical thinking is good thing. I don't like complaints, but I appreciate critical thinking. The Israelites repented and came to Moses for help. This was what they said. We have sinned by speaking against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord to take away the serpents from us. So Moses prayed for the people. In his prayer, he got this message. God told him, you make serpent of bronze and put it on the pole and let people look at the serpent and they'll be healed. The serpent was their problem. Poison snake was their problem. God told them to gaze on their problems. Don't be scared. Don't run away from your problems. Look at your problems. But remember, it is God who will help you with your problems. Look at your problems, but remember, it is God who will help you with your problems. Looking at the serpent was nothing. God didn't tell them to find some kind of herbs and then put it on your wound and then, uh, whatever. No, just look at the serpents. But remember, it is God who will heal you. It is the Lord, your God, who will save you. Jesus used this example in his teaching. This was what Jesus said. And just as Moses lifted it up, the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Jesus used this incident to talk about Jesus. 
A Roman centurion just looked at the cross and saw Jesus and he was healed. He was able to confess that truly this was the Son of God. He did nothing to understand that. He just looked and understood that that was Son of God. Salvation is not something I do. Salvation is what God does. It is God's grace. Don't create self salvation for yourself. You can never save yourself. Even with your religiosity, you cannot save yourself. I cannot create salvation for myself. God made the salvation possible. Instead of complaining, they should have trusted God. God would have taken care of their needs. Don't be slaves of your complaints. But look to God and be free from the lifestyle of complaints. If you don't do that, your life will be constantly complaining one thing after another and your life will not be there anymore. You're not going to be a happy person. You'll be a very miserable person by doing that, by keep, keeping doing that. But there's an interesting story about this later in the scripture. It is 2 Kings 18.4. It's about King Hezekiah. Let's look at it. He, King Hezekiah, removed the high places, broke down the pillars, and cut down the sacred pole. He broke in pieces the bronze serpent that Moses had made. For until those days, the people of Israel had made offerings to it. It was called Neustan. It's very interesting. God told Moses to make bronze serpent and the people saw bronze serpent and they got healed and this time Hezekiah broke down, destroyed the bronze serpent. Why? In the wilderness, God wanted to teach the Israelites to look to God through bronze serpent. God wanted them to realize that it was God who saved them. But after many years later, now they made a bronze serpent and they put the bronze serpent and they believed that this bronze serpent had power to save them. In other words, they started worshiping this bronze, bronze serpent rather than looking to God. Cross itself does not have power. It is God who works behind the cross that has power. When you look at a Hollywood horror movie and then the priests come out with the, the cross and then, and then people just get all the... Cross doesn't have power. That's a myth. That's a superstition. It is God who works behind the cross. 
bronze serpent only pointed to the living God who will save them. It's like I explained few a uh, few times uh, here. It's like that finger that points to the moon. What is important is the moon, not the fingers. By looking at fingers, you can never see moon. You have to see what the fingers point to. They just looked at bronze serpent. Bronze serpent does not have power. But God behind the bronze serpent. Church itself does not have power. Just coming to the church, you will become better? No, you won't. You won't be saved. By coming to church, if you don't meet God personally in your life, there's no salvation. Just becoming a member of St. Timothy or any church will not give you salvation. You have to meet God personally and look to God. Then salvation is possible. Legalism is only to see the law without God. Activism is to only see our action without God. Pietism is only to see your own belief without God. Fanaticism is to see your, only your own personal spiritual experiences without God. Asceticism is to see only the discipline without God. Traditionalism is to see only the tradition without God. What is important is to meet God. When we truly meet God, everything changes. We will experience true healing, freedom, and liberation. Look to God. Your complaints will disappear. Your complaints, my friends, have no basis, no ground. It is you. Don't think that you have valid reason to complain. Many times it is you. It is your spiritual problem. We complain because we are scared. Don't be scared. Look to God. You can deal with your problems. Let us sing together.